Hi, you are listening to the fourth episode of the Outside Stories October Halloween Special for 2021. I am one of your co-hosts, Larry, joined by my brother Jonathan, and on this episode we are talking about two films that deal with friendship. We will be discussing Coherence, released in 2013, and The Ritual, released in 2017. Let's just get right into it. So, Coherence is about a group of friends who reunite for dinner, and on this special night, however, a comet passes over, causing a blackout to the entire neighborhood, prompting them to spend the evening together and experience events that test their trust, loyalty, and friendship. Now, Coherence, wow. Coherence, I have to say, definitely surprised me when we first watched it. What'd you think of it, Jonathan? Definitely, I feel like Coherence is... One of those films that it's very sci-fi. So for those of you who are wondering, it's very like sci-fi horror, in my opinion, because at the core of its sort of storytelling is this idea of parallel universes and the, what is it, quantum, is it quantum? uh... Yes, yeah, something like that. Quantum physics, parallel realities, all that jazz. Right, right. And so they use like Schrodinger's cat as like, you know. Yes, it is. is that you're correct. Called? Nope, you're correct. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's mm-hmm. been a minute since we watched this, but, um, you know, I think it, I think it is Schrodinger's cat. And they use kind of that as the as one of the main analogies for the film. And the film just does a really good job with mm-hmm. everything. You know, like I think the 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 director this was kind of his, one of his big debut sort of mm-hmm. thing with Bob's right like cuz i think he like directed it and wrote yep. it himself you know and i was very surprised at how good the film was and how pleasantly satisfied i guess i was at the end of the film yeah let's rewind just a little bit so um so these group of friends they've been friends for like ages it's like it's like their mid 30s uh, probably like since college they've been good friends um, and like during their conversations, yeah. when they, they start talking about all these um, different theories and we all start to kind of understand and get where they're all coming from. And like with this particular event, like everyone starts having different ideas about what they want to do, where they want to go, you know, what they plan on doing. And so our main character is Emily. She's uh, like it generally follows like a good chunk of the characters, but Emily is our main character. But mm-hmm. what's the most interesting part about this film is that it was primarily improvised. Like, there was no crew, no script. The director had this vision of, like, you know, this is the main plot points that he wants to hit. And he wants to right. give the entire show, the entire story, unveiling of the story to the actors themselves. So a lot of these actors, actresses are very familiar mm-hmm. with improvising. And I have to say, like, as you watch this film, you kind of do think there would be a script, you know? Like, it feels like it is scripted. Right. But, like, the more the more you kind of get yourselves into it and immerse yourself into it, you're like, wow, like, this sounds like a conversation, like, I could hear, like, over a dinner table, over a dinner party, you know? So yeah, Jonathan, did you have anything to add? I guess just to tell you guys a little bit more about the story too, like what happens is like they're all having dinner and there's this comet that is supposed to be like passing through like 
the atmosphere, I guess, you know? And when that happens, like, a lot of, like, weird stuff starts to happen. Like, one of their friends, like, their phone screen cracks, you know, like, for no reason. There's, like, a power outage, you know? And they look outside and, like, literally every house on the block is their electricity's out except for one house and for some reason (laughs) like one of the friends is like oh hey look like their house lights are on maybe we should just go check it out and see you know like yeah yeah because because yeah because one of the friends needed to like contact his his brother his sister i think or his sister or or, or someone because like when a comet passes by he was told to contact something or someone he was like yeah my sister told me if like if this happens that i need to call her and like for some reason he couldn't get reception to his phone so he was like oh i need to go to that house to like you know call my sister Mm -hmm. right um yeah and then like stuff just starts to get kind of crazy yeah it's so hard to yeah. yeah, it's so hard to talk about this film without <laughs> doing spoilers, you know? I mean, I guess we could talk about spoilers. Well, you know, if y'all okay. don't want to get spoiled for coherence. I mean, this film came out in 2013, so... Yeah, you know, but... Um, it's been a minute. Yeah, for sure. Like like we said, it talks about parallel realities, and it talks about... Um, it's like a sci-fi horror. Yeah, it's a sci-fi horror. Like, very, very psychological, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So if that sounds interesting, go ahead and check it out now. Otherwise, we're just going to dive right into yeah, spoilers. We're just going to go into spoilers. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So what happens is, like, a couple of the friends decide, okay, the two of us are going to go down there to that other house and see what's going on. So they leave the house and they're just like, okay, if we don't come back in, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever, you know, then you guys need to come find us, you know? Mm-hmm. So they go out essentially they disappear and the group of friends who stay in the house they're like freaking out the whole time they're like what's going on then all of a sudden they hear like a knock on their door and they're just like okay like who is that so they check and it's nobody and they're just like okay maybe we're just freaking out whatever and then their friends come back and their friends are like freaking out about what they saw at the other house they're like what'd you guys see what'd you guys see you know and they're like we didn't see anything apparently they're it's very clear they're lying it's like we didn't see anything But then they found this box. And so they get the box out and start opening it. One of the friends starts really freaking out. And they're like, what did you see when you looked inside the window of the other house? And the friend said that he saw them when he looked into the house with the lights on. He saw them. And that's why he freaked out. Right? I think that's what he said, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. When they're going out to look for their friends, they all decide to color coordinate what type of glow sticks they should bring with them because it's super pitch black outside, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. out there. Um, so they pick a color, right? So they pick a color and they all decide to go out and look for um, look for their two friends. Like, do the two friends, like, like this, is, this is during the time when they're gone? I don't think it was the time that they were gone. I think it was, like, the second time. So there's, there's like, multiple times where, like, people leave the house and they're trying to like find each other and Mm -hmm. stuff like this. And so I think this was like the second occurrence of when they were going out. Yeah. So they pick a particular glow stick color. They're like, okay, we're going to call it coordinate so we can kind of find each other. Right. And so when they go ahead and do that, they're all looking outside 
I think because sometimes, uh, I think for some of the friends, they just wanted to go outside for like a smoke or go outside to get something from the car, right? Something right. really simple, but they would take too long for some reason. And so they're like, okay, we're going to go out and look for them. So they become a coordinate. They'll go to their cars and look around. But then there's this one scene where, or this is one moment where they see another group of people walking around with other colored glow sticks that are coordinated and they see themselves. Yeah. Uh, and that freaks the hell out of them. They're like, what the hell is going on? It freaked and then, the hell out of me, too. <laughs> yeah, it freaked the hell out of me, too. And then they go back into the house and they start talking about, like, okay, we got to have a system about, like, okay, we got to make sure we're all the same people. We're all the right people, right? But by the time they try to come up with a system, they realize they've already been infiltrated by others in their realities and they're in the wrong reality. Like, they have yeah. to go back to their reality and they mm-hmm. have to look for that. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because all of their realities, like different things have happened and they have different memories, you know, because, you know, that's how parallel realities work. And so we're just like freaking insane, crazy. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is going on when this happened? I was like, dude, I was like on the edge of my seat completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because like what happens is the main character, essentially, she decides that her reality that she's living in is one of the crappy realities she's having trouble with her longtime boyfriend she's about to break up with him and it could be like the moment that they decide they're not going to be together ever anymore you know and she goes and she tries to find the reality that is best for her she finally finds a reality where she's like okay i'm going to insert myself into this reality and she goes in and she tries to kill herself in that reality so that she could replace that self and live the life of that person mm-hmm. that is her but it's also it's not her because it's a parallel world right right parallel yeah, yeah. universe <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 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 essentially that's pretty much the story there's there's still a little more we're not going to kind of spoil the ending but but still like Man, like, this is not the first time where we've seen, like, comets or stuff from outer space do some weird stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, Color Out of Space is about, like, you know, this right. asteroid that comes in and does some weird stuff to these people. Right. Annihilation, same thing. Um, right. And even, um, this isn't a horror film, but even Your Name, which is, like, an anime film, also talks about, like, a comet passing by and stuff happens to the people. Mm-hmm. You know? And it just seems to be, like, a recurring thing that happens when it comes to these kind of stories, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like, we don't understand the certain phenomenons or the streaks of light or stuff that happens outside of space. And comets seem to be very tied closely to like parallel timelines and mm-hmm. realities. And I've always found that really fascinating, interesting. And this film just absolutely completely nails it. Mm-hmm. Like does a really good job, keeps you on the edge of your seat. Even all the characters, they're very, they're all identifiable. Like, like even if you don't really quite remember their names, do you remember like their kind of personality and how they act mm-hmm. uh, amongst each other? Um, and even like the first couple minutes might be a little slow, but to be honest, like is definitely worth it if you stick around to it. Right. Um, it'll definitely get you like, well, what the heck is going on? <laughs> that kind of sort of feeling. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely didn't end the way that I thought it was going to. Um, but it was still a very pleasant film to like sit down and watch. And you know, it kind of has that Twilight Zone kind of feel, right, Larry? Would you agree? Yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. It's, like, creepy and scary and, like, jarring, but, like, not terrifying, you know? Um, Not, Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, there's not really jump scares or anything like that. But like the whole time you're kind of on the edge of your seat, you're trying to wonder what's going to happen. And it's, it's just, yeah, kind of just like plot twist after plot twist. And it's just, it's very, it's, it's, it's very, it's a very good film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Besides that, I think we can go ahead and move on. Mm-hmm. So our next film is called The Ritual. And it's about a group of college buddies who decide to go on a vacation to Sweden after one of their friends um, is murdered. And they go to Sweden because their friend, before he died, was like, oh, on our next trip, we should go on a hike in Sweden. I hear it's beautiful there. And so they decide as kind of like an honor to him to go to Sweden and do a hike and and so they all decide to go and then they go and on the hike on the way back one of their friends like trips and gets injured and they decide that it would be faster if they just went through the forest instead of taking the path and so they decide oh let's just go through the forest it'll cut our trip by half we should be there by the end of the day and then they um they decide to go through the forest and then when they enter the forest all the bad stuff starts to happen essentially but yeah uh larry what did you think of this film yeah i thought this film had a really good opening Mm -hmm. like it just showed the friends them hanging out and then just goes right into like what happens to the friend and how he gets murdered um, essentially, the main character, Luke, I believe that's his name, mm-hmm. uh, Luke and Rob, which is the, the friend that dies, they go to like a liquor store, try to buy something, but mm-hmm. they end up getting tangled with um, a crime that's occurring in the store, mm-hmm. um, and Luke Luke just starts hiding because he, cause he, he's kind of off to the side already. So he didn't realize what was happening. And then when he when he found out, um, instead of like trying to get involved, yeah, like he decides to hide because, you know, he's fair. He's terrified. I'm like, yeah, who wouldn't be, you know, in that situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that situation, when Rob refuses to comply, he gets killed by the criminals. And so Luke feels partially, partially, he feels responsible for his friend's death. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of carries this guilt even on during this trip. And you kind of see it kind of reflect throughout the entire film. And I thought that was like great, great opening. Cause that's that kind of seems to be like a trend for horror films now. You know, they kind of establish like what it is that's kind of eating at them the entire yeah, time. The or, traumatic or like, event. Yeah. Yeah. The trauma. And uh, with that, it just kind of starts biting back at them throughout the entire story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really glad the ritual went this route and we got to see a lot of that. I don't think this was like very high on the list, but it's one of those films that Netflix kept on recommending to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, it's still available to watch on Netflix. So if you haven't watched it, definitely give it a try. It's not too deep, but it's like deep enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, where like you can sit down and like, you know, you're in the mood for a spooky movie and you know you don't want something too crazy it's like okay yeah you know the ritual but then uh, some people will probably watch the ritual and be uh, super terrified for me (laughs) i don't know i'm not that terrified of it you know it's like scary but it's not like midsommar you know what i mean no yeah it doesn't get under your skin really oh my god midsommar definitely does but yeah and that that's also a film that you know Happens takes place in, in Sweden. Sweden so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
as the film kind of keeps going, uh, we start kind of start to see like what happens to all the friends and how they try to overcome this particular difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, when they go into the forest, like they end up triggering like these charms that are that belong to like some an demon god. or yeah. an old god or spirit that belongs mm-hmm. in the forest not a demon no demons here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like uh, not a demon yeah an sorry my god. bad no yeah. demons here yeah an old god and a spirit and so when they tra- trespass onto that territory that's when um the friends start getting picked off one by one and so that's essentially the the story and them trying to get out of it it slowly kind of builds up to the reveal of it and kind of how the um, character overcomes it but I guess my only gripe would be like, um, kind of like I remember when we finished watching it, <laughs> Jonathan. I remember you were like, "Man, there's that's it. Like, there's there's nothing else to it." <laughs> um, I definitely felt that way too. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, that's it." Like, I would have liked a little more, yeah. but I, I understand why though it stopped there. Right. Um. But right. yeah, other than that, I think this film is a is a good film. Uh, yeah. Definitely, when you get a chance, definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I, I feel similarly. I mean, well, you know, like I was the one who first said that was it. But like, <laughs> you know, I did want more of an epilogue, you know, at the end. Um, like, because I feel like Act 3 just kind of happens very suddenly, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when Act 3 ends, then it's just kind of like the end. You know what I mean? There's like mm-hmm. no like sort of rising up again of the epilogue to kind of create a little bit more of you know this is what's going to happen to the character moving forward you know what i mean it just kind of ends and so i think this film is definitely worth your time if you are into if you're also into like the whole like like i felt like the 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 twist of who the old god was and stuff was pretty interesting too you know what i Mm -hmm. mean right um and so like if you're into like is it Norse mythology? Is that what it mm-hmm. is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you're into Norse mythology, then like, you know, there's a little bit of that too. Um, So like definitely give this one a watch. And I, I'm not super familiar with Norse mythology. So I don't know how much of everything is like reflective of it, you know, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting for somebody who knows Norse mythology very well to like watch it and give a little bit of commentary on that aspect. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like mythological horror, if you want to call it that. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because horror films generally, or horror stories tend to talk about, like, urban legends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even talk about um, different things or different stories that are passed on generation to generation. But you can always do a horror twist on mythology as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd say this is probably one of the first few of its kind that's mythological horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we don't we didn't we need to go into spoilers to talk much about like this film, but you know it does deal a lot with grief and how people you know kind of journey through that, and so mm-hmm. definitely definitely give it a watch. It's one of those really good horror films. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, one of the last things I want to say about the ritual is like for some reason I really like the main character. You know, like I really mm-hmm. like the main character, Luke, even though he's not very likable. Do you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it just feels like he's a little despicable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From right. like the way he acts and stuff. He kind of acts a little bit like a villain because he's a little like selfish and like he runs away and he's kind of a coward and stuff like that. But for some mm-hmm. reason, I really like him. Um, right. And, and I don't know why, but I do. And I think that that makes it for a good story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
And I guess one last thing I actually do want to add. Um, so the <laughs> ritual is, yeah. So the ritual is based on a book. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, and the book is different. <laughs> let's just put it that way. And yeah. I'm glad. Let's just say when they tr- when they adapted it to a film, I am glad they made the changes they did. Mm-hmm. And and because I think it definitely made the film um, a lot more personal, you know. And I think that's why uh, Jonathan likes the main character you know in a way even if he's not very likable he's still kind of relatable like you feel for him it's very sympathetic it's Mm -hmm. like man like if i if i lost a friend and i felt like i could have done something about it you know it's that sort of feeling yeah um yeah so i'm glad they made the changes they did for the ritual cool yeah so that's pretty much it for this episode of the outside story for october halloween special for 2021 um and so once again our two films we talked about are coherence and The Ritual. If you haven't checked them out yet, definitely go check them out. One of our two favorite films that we managed to see this year. And for next time, we are going to be watching two films that are kind of more recent. And also, we'll also be wrapping up our October Halloween special for 2021. So our next two films we'll be talking about for next week are Candyman, released in 2021, and It Follows, released in 2014. Take care, guys. <laughs>